Blog Talk Radio. Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, November the 5th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am so pleased to once again have co-hosting with me my partner, um, business manager, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and the founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Hello, Teresa. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing quite well. I'm just ready for the show to get underway this evening. I'm really uh, filling the stir of our topic tonight, so I'm ready. All right, uh, getting pumped up, girl. Getting pumped up, ready to go. I'm pumped up and ready to go. (laughs) Yes. Great, great. Well, uh, tonight's uh, for the topic for tonight's discussion is busting loose. So if you're listening in and you would like to call in to participate in the conversation, that number is 347-237-4518. Once again, that number is 347-237-4518. And for those of you who are tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free. So you can go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. So you can also send a message if you would like to get in touch with us through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net. So having said all that, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, what's going on? Are you there, Ms. Teresa Hamilton? Okay, this, there must be a little something going on right now with the mic, but we're going to keep on going. Um, I want to take a moment to acknowledge those who have... Yes, I'm here, Lisa. I'm sorry. I had a little bit problem with my phone, but I'm good. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I want to take this moment to acknowledge those who have suffered through um, Hurricane Sandy. Uh, there are those who may be listening who have lost loved ones or lost their homes, And uh, we want to just let you know that our thoughts and prayers have been with you and will continue to be with you. I know it's not easy having to start over, and I can't help but to think of the old adage, but for the grace of God, there go I. So with that being said, we must continue to reach out and extend ourselves to our brothers and sisters who have suffered a tremendous loss because of this horrific storm. If you have any clothes or food or money to be donated, please find the Red Cross in your area and find out how to go about doing that. I know every little act of kindness goes a long way. Also, Tomorrow is a big day for the good old U.S. of A. It's Election Day. So if you haven't done so yet, please make sure that you get out to vote tomorrow. 
Uh, early voting took place last week and in some states ended yesterday. People came out in record numbers, which is an absolutely beautiful thing. I know we went uh, on the first day of early voting in my area, and we got there 10 minutes before the polls opened, and we had a three-hour wait. Um, I was number 690, so but it didn't look like it was 690 people in front of me when I started out in line. But I'm telling you, when I left there, it had to be well over a 1,000 people in that line. It had to be. I mean, that was incredible. So tomorrow, if you haven't voted already, get out there, get in, it, get in line early if you can, and, you know, um, rock that vote. Right, Ms. Teresa Hamilton? Yes, Alisa, and I'm so excited. I had the same experience. I was in a line for about three and a half hours outside in the cold last Friday evening, but I was happy just to exercise my right to vote given, yeah. you know, our history and whatnot. But I would just encourage, as you have done, everyone to make sure you get out there to vote no matter what and stand in line forever long you must uh, for the principles that you believe in. Exactly, exactly. And the last time we were together, um, we had Miss Angel Kangali on. She was the founder and CEO of Angels in Disguises Foundation Incorporated. And I wanted to once again, uh, before we continue, to thank her again for visiting with us and participating in the conversation where we discussed just letting it go, um, letting go of old baggage that are weighing us down spiritually and intellectually. Um, and, Teresa, if you would just take a moment to let our listening audience know about the upcoming seminars that we are planning, um, and, and they will be able to start paying for um, soon. So if you could just go ahead and expound on that a bit. Sure, sure. Starting uh, next year, actually, uh, 2013, and I, I, the date is April 6th, we will be holding seminars uh, for people who are interested in just simply discovering what their purpose is and operating or moving out on that purpose and pushing forward and or any type of publishing that someone may be interested in, whether it is publishing poetry or a book or or just anything that they're interested in moving out uh, and trying to make happen. So we're going to be holding, there will be eight-hour seminars. Uh, please uh, check out, um, give us a call or check our websites for additional information. But it will prove to be uh, real critical and, and, and exciting events. Uh, so we ask that those of you who are, sometimes you'll have a thought and you'll think, I'll consider it, but I don't know. Please at least uh, investigate. So some of you, I know the first uh, issue that comes up is financial, but we really try to hold these seminars and make them affordable for people so that there really is no excuse as to why you can't really operate and walk outside of yourself and pursue your dream. So please okay. give me a call at either 301-379-2709 or just check our website out and send us an email or note if you're interested. And we'll be posting additional information as we move forward. Exactly. Wonderful. And say that number uh -huh. again. The telephone number is 301-379-2709, and the website is www.mihgroup.org. So please feel free to send us just inquiring information. Just take that first step to inquire because you just never know what you might be able to make happen. Exactly, exactly. So that actually leads us into the topic for tonight, Busting Loose. And you know what? I got a little lean-in music, so oh, let me, okay. let me get, that, right, cool. get that up. Now, when you yeah. hear that song, okay, 
Yes. You can't help but to feel like busting yes. loose. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know? Do you yes. feel yourself, and then I'm just, you know, going to going to continue with that because I'm telling you, when I heard that last week, I was like, you know what? That is the perfect thing to talk about this week, busting loose. Do you feel yourself? Yes nailed down or or does it feel like you're in a quagmire a difficult precarious or entrapping position and you can't seem to find a way out of it does it feel like there are a thousand tons of weights on your chest and you find yourself struggling just to breathe sometimes if you're saying yes to any and all of these questions then you probably also feel like you just want to bust loose you want to free yourself from being stuck in that area of your life that has you rooted in despair and desperation. And from that place, you may also be feeling a sense of loneliness, like you're the only one who is experiencing the pain of not knowing how you're going to make that next payment or about, uh, or you're about to be laid off your job or you may have already been let go. So what do you do and how do you breathe through it all? So that's yeah. what we're going to be talking about tonight, busting loose from all of these things that sometimes just tend to weigh us down and they play heavy on our minds and our hearts. So, Teresa, what do you have to say about that? Well, you know, I love busting loose because it's an action action words. You're just busting, like you're going through, you're doing something, and then you're loosing uh, anything that's going to hold you back or keep you keep you back. And I'm just so excited about this show because I just think that now is the time, now is, you know, how they say everyone has their season, season mm-hmm. for this, um, and uh, there's a time to plant, there's a, t- a time yeah. to see things grow. That's what yeah. we're in. We're in this wonderful, prosperous season and we've got to, we're always looking out at the outward things that are going on all around us. Like we know we're in a complete, you know, in the midst of the uh, political campaign. We're in mm-hmm. the midst of the football season. We're mm-hmm. starting out with the basketball season. And we're seeing all these things happening around us. But what I would suggest is that rather than seeing all of the, uh, everything that's going on with everyone else, we need to personally bust loose and move forward on what has been birthed or given to us from the womb. So that's the challenge, I guess, tonight is to really, really uh, talk about what we can do to go boldly in our purpose, boldly in our gifts, or just go boldly after what we want, whether it's a house, a car, a new job, whatever it is that our hearts desire. I think right. we should just run, 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 run boldly and just bust out and go get, go for it and go get it. Yeah, because, you know, like I always say, what do you have to lose? You know, because it's like we're living in such a different time right now. You know, yeah. um, we're living in a time that uh, that that's so much different than when our parents were growing up and, you know, what they experienced, even in raising us. And then we're living in a different time. Of course, you know, when our parents were raising us, then they would say that they were living in a different time, even from their parents. So as yeah. you can see, we're constantly evolving life is constantly moving forward and it's evolving and you know when it evolves when it moves it grows and when it grows you must grow with it yeah in order to make things happen in your own life exactly and you know the other piece of it is that the evolution of where we are today in time in this period at this time right now is so overwhelmingly powerful because a lot of the things that say, for example, publishing a book, back mm-hmm. in the day it would be very difficult to make something like that happen. But exactly. with the advent of the computer, there's computers, there's so much for us to do in terms of publishing. There's yeah. so much. It's like there's no reason, there's no way. Just on the most simplest and basic of levels, there's so much because of the technology, because of where we are today that we can make happen that maybe 30 or 40 years ago we would not have been able to make it happen. So that means that we came into this world at that time for just a time as this, and it's up to us that whatever desire, whatever drives we had to just push through and give birth to it, um, no yeah. matter how small or how seemingly insignificant to others around us, we have to go with what we feel inside that 
that we need to make happen and push through with God's help. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, an important word just came to mind, um, and it's one that you and I talk about frequently, and it's something that we all must have, which is vision. We must have a vision for where we want to go in our lives. Um, You know, today, 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 you know, every day is like um, the, the days are running together. You know, does it seem like that to you? It just seems like, you know, the days are running together. I cannot believe we're looking at Thanksgiving. And actually Christmas is staring us in the face. And more importantly than that, we're about to embark upon a whole new year, 2013. Ew, that even sounds weird, 2013. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, time does not sit still and it doesn't wait for anyone. Um, And um, the vision is so important. And what does the word say about vision? Without a vision, people will perish. People perish, yes, yes, yes. You know, so, and and then another thing we talk about a lot is um, our vision boards. You know, we, uh, I'm a big believer in vision boards. I have, like, I can't even count how many vision boards I have surrounding me or some of them I've had to just, I have a place for them where, you know, I, I might take an old one down and, and put a new one up. But it's so important to, 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 have your vision in front of you to write yes. it down. Take if there's something inside of you that you that you want to do. That there's something mm-hmm. that you've been telling yourself that you can't do it because I don't have the money to do it, or you can't do it because well, you, how can I do that? Who am I to do that? Who am I to write a book? Who am I to start a business? Who am I to do any of that stuff? So if you have a vision which most of you do, not even most, all of you, all of us have vision. But sometimes you don't even realize it until you sit down and you start thinking about it. Right. And a lot of us, as you mentioned, we we all have a vision. We all have an idea of where we think we want to, want to go, what we think we want to do, what we think we want to have. But we have to get, it's like a learning behavior that we have to get into practice with executing on that. And like you said, the first step after you have that vision is to write those ideas, thoughts down on paper. I think there is power in writing things down. I I, I just know in my life, even as much as we've been able to accomplish, I am able to accomplish much more when I Mm -hmm. just write down what I want to see happen. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, we have our checklist. You remember how I told you that you had to write your checklist, you know, make your list, and at Mm -hmm. least go through every day um, and and try to accomplish five things on that list a day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll find that when you start making a list, you keep adding that list will grow (laughs) and grow, Mm -hmm. and it just Mm -hmm. keeps growing and getting larger. And you know what the beauty of it is for me? I may not get to accomplish everything that's on my list, but daggone it, I'm going to try to knock it down as much as I possibly can and do a lot of the things that I want to do. Um, For example, I'm I'm working, oh, I I may not have told you the third part, Teresa, but I'm working Uh on, I've got two books going at the same time, and I'm Mm -hmm. getting ready to start a third one. Mm-hmm. And um, remember you and I were talking about, you know, how we have to have a couple different things going on, exactly. you know, in order to, to bring in extra money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in that conversation birthed an idea with another passion of mine, which was cooking. Um, <laughs> I'm very, I have, a, you know, a passion about my cooking. I love to cook because I enjoy uh, actually seeing people, you know, uh, get excited about eating my food. And mm-hmm. I, so I decided that I was going to start a cookbook. Wow. <laughs> you know, and you're I'm like, why not? Because yeah. yeah, I already have, like, a, a, a recipe mm-hmm. box, you know, that with mm-hmm. all my recipes in it, and people are constantly, you know, asking me for my recipe of this and my recipe of that. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to put it all together and come up, you know, make my own cookbook. Yeah, that's an excellent Publish idea. it and get it out there. Right, right. That's and the an only awesome thing idea. it does, the only thing it takes to do that is time. Right, right. And, and then we get to the point where you hear people passionate. say, well, where, I don't have the time. Right, right. But because you're passionate about it, too, it's easier, easier yeah. to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And you do. And it's, it's, it's like, I'm going to tell you something about time. There's 24, and this is what I told you um, a couple years ago, there's 24 mm-hmm. hours in a day. 
24 hours in a day. Okay, so, you know, we're we're usually um, working eight hours out of that 24. And then when you come home, if you have a family, then you're, you know, dealing with your family. That's like another three hours added on to that. But trust and believe if you really want to do something, you can make it happen. You have to decide. Maybe you have to get up a little bit earlier in the morning before you start your day when the household is asleep, you know, and, and sit and write or do something for yourself, whether it's working yeah. out, whether it's exercising, something. Just do you, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we, it's, it's excuse-making time is over. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. Time, yeah. It's time to stop making excuses as to why when you get on that scale and you look down at those numbers, it disgusts you. Well, it right. disgusts you simply because you know what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. And if you really want to make that happen, you will. Yes, yes. And, Period. You know, yes, that's true. That's true. That is no, so I'm true. Gonna... And I get. And I guess the other uh, point related to that, and this is what I've been trying to, I guess, as you become, as you move out of mainstream in terms of your thinking, you start to realize, because people will always tell you, oh, you should only focus on one thing at a time. You can't do yeah. more than that one thing. And I don't yeah. believe that to be true. I think that no. when people start working, walking in their purpose and in their gifts, we're quite able to do two or three things at once. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that you can't focus because some things require a lot of attention, but right. we can really manipulate and work on more than one thing. I remember when I was uh, starting my master's program, I was uh, I was dating a guy who had already a Ph.D. He was working on his Ph.D. at American University. He also had um, – he was working a full-time 40-hour 40 jo- 40 job as a pol- police officer plus overtime – and he was an adjunct professor at a school in D.C. And I was saying to him, how are you able to do all of these things? And he said, it's a matter of desire. And I remember he encouraged me to, to take my master's program, but I'm thinking, oh, I'm working 40 hours a week. I certainly can't uh, put in another day. He said, yes, you can. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and so I started out, and I started taking one course. And then he said to me, now you can bump it up to taking two courses this semester, not just one. And I was like, no, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, no, I believe you can do it. And sure enough, I was able to take two courses and work a 40-hour week. And usually my 40-hour week was closer to 50, but we're able to do a lot more than we give ourselves Mm -hmm. credit for. And we've got to learn to get into that habit of knowing and pushing the limit of ourselves. And that's part of the busting loose is not being comfortable and saying, well, you know, i got a 40-hour week job, I've got – Young kids, I've got this, I've got all of this. We've got to stop making excuses and just push through with whatever gets. And the nice thing about pushing and busting through is that when you're aligned with your purpose in that busting through, like you mentioned, Lisa, about your cookbook, then what mm-hmm. eventually happens is a lot more things just start to come your way, and it gets yeah. easier and easier as time goes by. Yeah. Yes, and because see what you said right there is very profound because the whole thing of, of, of everything that you just said, putting it together, putting it all together and bringing it home is, again, what, what we talk about so much and we hope that people are really starting to get it is expanding their minds. Once yeah. you expand your mind to believing that you can do these things, then you do these things. It just happens naturally like that. Um, doors will swing open in the areas in which you started to think about those. The, that list that you write down on that piece of paper yeah. and you're looking yeah. at and you're starting to check. You will be surprised. It's it's almost like magic, you know. Yeah. But it's it's the universal laws bringing to you and the things that you are attracting, the things that you are desiring. And soon as you start to write them down and focus on that one, say just say just take one thing off of that list. Once yeah. you start focusing your attention on it, watch that phone ring, or or yeah. watch if you get on one line on Facebook, or you get an email out of the clear blue, or you open up your mailbox and there's something in there. It's just, or you're standing in the line at the grocery store. It could happen anywhere. 
But it yeah. happens. And then, then you'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, and here's another one that, that really, 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 really works is the vision board. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times the things that I have mm-hmm. put on there, when I, when I go back and I look at some of them, it just amazes me. I'm yeah. like, wow, I did get this, and wow, this has come <laughs> to me. You know, so anything that you are wanting or or that you are desiring, um, and then, you know, we have to bust loose of our fears. We have to stop yes. allowing our fear of the unknown to hold us in place. Yes, and I think that that's the critical piece, Lisa, is that when I think of why, as many people as we've coached through the years, there are two fears that I think are, are the most critical. One is everybody always thinks I don't have enough money. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have enough money. Just remove that fear and, and, and stop thinking about money. Think about building relationships and, like as you said, Lisa, just staying focused and on what you want to do. And those people with the money that you need will come to help yes. you build your dream. But the second one is confidence. People yes. don't have confidence in themselves to believe that they can make something happen. And that's the other thing. I think that faith is entwined with our own confidence. And that's why I always say you need to have a belief in God because we as humans, as talented and as wonderfully created as we were by God, we still lack that faith. And I think that the faith is made stronger by our understanding and belief in God. And once we kind of latch onto his hand, and he starts to build off confidence, and we start to have that faith walk, then we know we can truly bust and go boldly into the desires that we have within our heart. And so that's yeah. the key is that don't worry about that, you you know, you may not have graduated from uh, college. Don't worry about that, you know, you, you know you're, you're, you, you didn't have the support from your family and you don't have that support. None of that matters. What no. matters is just having, like you said, Lisa, having that vision, writing that vision down, making it plain, getting vision boards to help remind you of that vision on a daily basis, and having God on your side. And you just, you just, every day, you just push forward and just go for it because it's yours for the taking. Yeah, and you know, I reminded of, um, as you were talking, I was was reminded of, when you said surrounding yourself with your vision boards or your positive affirmations. And I can't tell you enough how that has saved me in the past. Um, You know, when I was working a particular job, and I won't mention the place, but, um, and, you know, it gets to a point where you are just, you're done, you're fed up, you know that there's nowhere else to go. It's like a glass ceiling. You, You just got, you you hated to get up in the morning, you know, to go to that place. I mean, it really brought you down. You know, it sucked the very life of you, just the thought of having to drive into that place and be there for another eight hours. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? You know, I felt like I was just, you know, working a dead end and not, getting anywhere and it just I was miserable absolutely miserable and then you know I you know just through prayer and just asking for guidance and wisdom you know and then all of a sudden when you ask for the wisdom oh my god how fast does that come to you you know it comes <laughs> to you just like that and I started getting you know uh reading these books where all of these little positive and it seemed like every book that I picked up was specifically for that moment of time in my life <laughs> And then mm-hmm. I would take mm-hmm. the positive affirmations from that book or from an email or whatever, and I would either type it up or cut it out, and I would sit it around my computer. I would just post oh, it. So cool. I made my own little altar mm-hmm. around in, in my office, you know, on my desk. And so when I walked into my area and my space, I felt good. I felt like, okay, it gave me some life. It gave me hope. It was giving me strength. And then yeah. I was not only able to, you know, I was working on my inner being, but by working on my inner being helped me to then look outside of everybody else and accept them for where they were, you know, in their life. And just because they weren't where I was, yeah. 
Yeah, it yeah, still yeah. made it okay because now I'm working on my faith. You know, I'm believing. Yeah. I've got hope. You know, and yeah. and all of these other things. And I'm telling you, it really, really helps because Teresa, you know, you know that how many mm-hmm. people um, call or email on a daily basis, and they're saying the same mm-hmm. thing. They, it's got mm-hmm. to be more than life than this. You know, I hate mm-hmm. my job. I'm ready to mm-hmm. leave. I just can't take mm-hmm. it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and my thing is, well, you know what? You've got, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. What is your plan? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, when you start, when you have your plan of action, it mm-hmm. makes being in that place a lot easier because now you're feeling like, okay, I've got something else that I know to look, that I can look forward to, that I can do. Yeah. And if yeah. I continue to work my plan, I don't have to come into this place anymore every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am now yeah. freeing myself up to do what I believe I was meant and I was born to do. Exactly, exactly. And I think that your point of saying that even though you have a plan, we still may end up in a whole other direction. Yeah, you know, even yeah, though our yeah. plan is to get a better job, like we're always planning to get another job, some of us may very well get a better job that is more suited for our purpose and gifts. Others of us may go on to entrepreneurship. Then still others may become celebrated authors or, or you know, whatever it is. That we that that we're destined to be, but just like you said, it's just about having that plan and the peace it gives you. It's like an automatic peace once you kind yeah. of know what you want, and yeah. it's also wonderful. What I always tell people is just, you know, it's such a wonderful journey because you really get to discover you. And Lisa, I just absolutely love what you just said about um, not worrying about your friends or your family. And that's what we've got to get past, too. Yeah, we've got to yeah. love our family and friends enough to know that they are who they are, regardless of the mistakes they may have made in the past, that they are who they are, and we have to love them unconditionally. And more right. importantly, we've got to love ourselves to not that's let right. that ache and pain that we have. And that's why I said we really have to bust loose, and I just feel so strongly for some of your listeners out there that no more, no more, just start to think, Lord, I just want something different. I just want to bust out into something and to be all that I'm destined to be. Because yeah. we all ache. We all have these little pains. Yeah. We all feel like I should be doing it. And it's not all about money because our society tends to be focused on that. But that's not what it's about. It's about right. love, joy, and peace and finding that inner peace. Because right. once you find that, it's so priceless. And yeah. you wish you could give it away to people. And that's why sometimes yeah. you'll walk in a room and you'll meet someone and they have this glow or this aura about them. What is it? It is that they're living out their lives in full bloom, you know, really yeah. full, on on full, just all over the place. You just see the happiness and the joy. And that's the strength of this show, A Date with Destiny, and what we really, and you have done an awesome job, Lisa, of really getting that word out, given that it's a gift, it's truly a gift, and we've got to remember with everything going on in our lives and the world that that's a very personal gift that we've got to get back to in order to really show all of the gifts that God or exhibit all the gifts and the things that are, that are, that we were meant uh, to see to fruition. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, thank you for that. And um, it, it just it's amazing to me because, you know, Teresa, there's so many people, again, I have to get back to this because um, as I was putting this together this week and, you know, I was asking for discernment and wisdom um, on this particular topic, um, you know, it just amazes me how many people are really suffering. And they're mm-hmm. suffering because they don't believe that they, too, can walk in their dream and they can have whatever it is they want. You know, um, we're we're living in a different time. We're not living in the time of yesterday. We're not living in the time of our parents or, you know, we're not living in the time when we were uh, made to go to a certain uh, church or go, you know, listen to a certain sermon or, you know, stuck at a certain job. I mean, we're not at that time anymore. We are at such a marvelous place. We are at work. We are living in yeah. the now. We are, yeah. and, and and the thing about being in the now, where we are mm-hmm. today, is the fact mm-hmm. that m- more and more 
people are being enlightened. Yeah. The, yeah, their, yeah. The, the enlightenment is coming, you know, is, is taking place, and we are in a time of uh, spiritual awakening. And it's a beautiful thing to see how many people are starting to, like, finally kind of, like, wake up. Wake yeah, up to, yeah, you know, yeah. leave the propaganda machines, you know, behind you. Sometimes, again, you know, one of the other shows I've said, turn the television off. Yeah, Don't listen yeah. to, you know, any negative news. You know, just leave that stuff alone because, honestly, we can allow that. We can listen to it so much, and you don't even realize how it just jumps into your spirit, and it just yeah. makes you feel all just ugly and nasty and depressed and just, you know, in despair. No wonder people are where they are because if you continue to watch this stuff on TV, it will keep you in the same place where you are and believing that you can't do any better or you can't have any better. Okay, so what? We went through an economic uh, downfall, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. guess what? The good news is the universe is filled with abundance. The universe doesn't know anything about a recession. It doesn't know that, you know, the United States, where the United States is right now or where they tell you they are. You have to believe in something bigger and, and, and higher than yourself. Something else out there wants you to have what it is you want to have. Yes, and you know, related to that, Lisa, which is awesome, it's awesome that you mentioned, I have a very personal story, but I have a girlfriend who has a son who has uh, been going through a lot. His name is Frank, and he's been just going through praying every day for a job. I mean, praying and praying and praying. And he has just been through, I think it's been going on for at least two years, but my girlfriend never lost faith for him, and it's the power of two. I was, I've been praying for him. I'm sure other people have prayed for him. But the key is is that this he's not really a kid. I'd say he's about 25 or 26, but he never lost faith, and he never believed that, oh, you know, this is my lot. This is, you know, this is the uh, uh, president's fault. This is – he never mm-hmm. made excuses Blaming others. Yes, blaming mm-hmm. others, and I think that that's the key. And as a result, he ended up – just today I got word – that he got a job with one of the top employers, Walmart, and the country. So that goes to show you that when we really believe, like you said, Lisa, and we have faith and we not blame it on anything on the outside because, like you said, there is no um, there is no lack, you know, and mm-hmm. we have to believe that there is abundance. Yeah. And all we have to do is have that singleness of thought or mindset that whatever it is that we want, regardless of what it looks like, we're not going to focus on it and we're not going to hang out with people who aren't positive because that can also curb as you're moving toward uh, whatever it is that that is out there for you. But I just really am so proud of him because I know it's been a two-year struggle and some of us would have given up or some of, you know, as a young kid, you know, sometimes young kids can get into mischievous types of things uh, and they're en route to waiting. But he never lost his faith. His mother never lost his faith. And it's so important that we continue to pray for one another's success and that, mm-hmm. we, you know, that we want, we, we really care about our brother because I believe that it is in that that we are able to help one another and each other move forward and just bust through whatever it is that we desire. Yeah, yeah. It brings me to a quote, um, and I may have said this in one of the um, earlier shows, but I love this quote by Eric Roth, um, who once wrote, "For what it's worth, it's never too late or too early to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Stop whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing." We can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it, and I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people with a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of, and if you find that you're not, I hope you have the courage to start all over again. That is so deep. 
Because you know what, a lot of times we will start things, and, and I need people to hear this. You may start something, and it may not, you know, pan out the way you thought it was going to be, but have the courage to start again, you know, and if that doesn't pan out, have the courage to start again. Don't just stop because of that one thing. There's so much more to life than just one thing. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful, beautiful quote. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. You know, and it is about courage. It is about yeah. courage. It is about having some type of faith. I mean, you know, there you, we were discussing this earlier um, as far as how God is no respecter of persons, you know, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, he, he, he blesses or, or, or he gives to the just and the unjust. It's all yes, in what you yes. believe and how you yes. are believing and how you are thinking about mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier. There are people mm-hmm. who don't step foot inside a church. Mm-hmm, 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 <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but they're living large. Right, right. You know, they're doing well. They're happy. Right, right. They're joyful. Right. And then you've got right. those who do step foot in a church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, and they're miserable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have anxiety. Yeah. So what's wrong with that picture right there? Right. And sometimes you just, like you said, and we're always talking about um, having this kind of, the God that lives within each and every one, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Jew, whether you're a Christian, there is a God that lives there in all mm-hmm. of us, you know, mm-hmm. or whether you're an atheist or an agnostic, and mm-hmm. that that feeling, that God, that's that person within us that we know exists, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes it can be tested knowing it exists. But mm-hmm. deep down inside of us, we all know, and if we continue to have that evolving relationship with him, he will direct our paths, and it doesn't have to be, in a, like you said, Lisa, in a very structured way, because right. a lot of times we're always thinking that if we're not doing what our parents told us to do, whatever yeah. that may and which is, you know, if you're not in the church, you're always here, or you're not going to the mosque, or if you're not going to, to the synagogue, then you're not really executing the proper method, but that's not it. It is just being humane, being the God that God really created us to be, you know, exactly. really little, little gods without being just not being respectful to God. But he created us to be creators. And I think that that yearning, that kind of depression, that kind of apathy that we feel is that craving for that creative side of us to emerge. And exactly. if we're not feeding that side of us, we will feel a, a, a sense of hopelessness. But like yeah. I said, if continue to have just a relationship and, and just start it, period, outside of the religious confinement that yeah. I think that God would really show himself strong in us. Yeah, because it's all about having a personal relationship, period. Yes, yes. You yes. know, and it's not about what anybody else tells you. It's not even about what I tell you. It's about what yes. you feel on the inside of you. You know, because yeah. God li- does live inside, and if you don't want to call it God, you can call it the Great Spirit. Um, yeah. You know, a higher power. It lives within you. It lives within each yeah. of us. And um, yeah. you know, just test it. Take it for a test drive. Yeah. You know, if you haven't already. <laughs> you know, yeah, I do uh, every day, daily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm testing it anymore, but you know, I I, I speak to that thing, and you know, things do happen. Um, um, especially the things that you really, really want. And, and, and then there are those others who are put in positions to reach out to other people to help to bring them along, you know, yeah. because nobody starts out, you know, like uh, then again there are some that are born with mm-hmm. the silver spoons in their mouths, mm-hmm. but even those mm-hmm. people aren't all happy. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of the richest people in the world aren't happy. Mm-mm. So it's not really, yeah, we would like to have money and have nice things because mm-hmm. the word does say that, you know, Jesus has come so that we mm-hmm. may have life and have it more abundantly. So abundance is a part of our inheritance. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with having abundance. Yeah. There's nothing wrong we, with that. We're supposed to. And you know what, Lisa, and I, I think that sometimes when we're listening to a lot of television and when we're listening 
like I said, it's so important to read. It's so important to expose yourself to other books and, and things and, and all because when you tend to listen to, uh, as the Bible says, what the world says, you would get a very limited view. And I think you spoke to this before, but there is abundance. And I just wanted to share that I went, I, uh, my parents uh uh, have a place out in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, and we went up uh, this past weekend there. And when you just see that there are trees and trees and trees and the beauty of it, you see gorgeous water and the beauty of it. You see uh, deer. You see turkeys. You see. You just know that lack. There is no lack. Right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean. Right. There's no lack right here and now. No matter what, there is abundance all around us. And that yeah. we really do need to take that in and believe it, and that out yeah. of that ab- abundance, that whatever God has deposited in our spirits for growth and to really uh, bring forth that true purpose, that true destiny, um, that He will give birth and rise to it. But again, yeah. like you said, Lisa, we have to uh, think about things in a in a right way in order to bring about the results we want to see. You know, okay, so here's a question for you. I'm pulling, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Um, uh-huh. When you say that, you know, you and I, we know that. We get it. But mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what do you tell the person, and um, I know this will help our, our listeners, what do you tell the person that says, okay, well, you're saying that. You're saying that you're supposed to believe in abundance and, and not believe in lack. But then when I'm looking at, you know, my life's getting ready to be turned off, my car note is due, they're getting ready to repossess this, I don't have that, I don't have that. When you're looking at things in the reality, you know, how can you inspire a person who uh, um, is is looking at their bank account in the negative, you know, how can mm-hmm. you inspire them to look at, well, yeah, there's no lack, there is abundance. What do you mm-hmm. tell that person? Well, you know, I, I tell people, like I said, I do have a belief in God, and I I am one who believes in God, who believes in an active God, a God that I believe wants us to ask us to prove to him. He wants us to come with questions. He's an intelligent God. How do I know that? Because I am. You know, how do I know he is a a wonderful God, a thinking God? Because I am. He created me in his image. So whatever I am. So he wants us to come. So that person I would tell them, if there there are issues for you, and like I said, I can't, the one thing about God's word and laws is that they still stand no matter what. And my fiancé happens to be a Muslim. And despite his belief, there is so much common ground in terms of how we believe and think. We mm-hmm. share 80% of what we talk about we have in common. There may mm-hmm. be 20% that we don't. And there are some basic laws, the basic laws of love, doing unto others as you would have them to be done to you. So there are some basic things that we share. And so what I always tell people is to try God. Ask mm-hmm. him. Tell him, look, I've mm-hmm. got a light bill right here. Mm-hmm. I need my somebody to pay it. I don't know how, but I'm putting my faith in you just on this light bill. And I'm mm-hmm. asking you that if you really exist, if you really care about me, and you said that if I come to you and I ask you for anything, and that means mm-hmm. anything that I desire, that you're going to give it to me, I'm putting you to the test. And that's, mm. and that's how I have led my life. I have mm-hmm. put God on the carpet, whether it was an intellectual uh, question about whether or not he truly exists, because, you know, we all are given religion from our, as a kid, but you've got to know mm-hmm. God for yourself. So Amen. whatever it is, I challenge and I test him. And that's when you said having a personal relationship, that's how that personal relationship evolves, by that mm-hmm. testing, by that challenging. And all over time he'll show you anything I have an answer, ask him for. He gives me an answer, and the answer mm. is in a long time coming. So I would mm. challenge your listeners, if there are those of you out there who have the questions, and like I said, we're not here we, I'm telling you my personal experience. Some people will say, right. well, you know, I'm an agnostic. And even for agnostics, I always say, ask, ask. You know, if you're, well, you know, I don't know if you're, there's a God or not, but I, you don't have to prove it to me. Ask him. Be mm-hmm. that challenger. Because right. I think, and it was for me, that's what really helped me to have such a defined, strong faith is the challenging. And I believe 
that he he respects that from us. And yeah. that, that makes a better relationship. Yes, and and I tell you, girl, there were times in my younger days, you know, um, when I did just that, you know, I took a yeah. test drive, and yeah. over and over and over yeah. again, never, yeah. ever has he failed me, yeah. not yeah. one time. And it may not have come, like they say, the song says, he may not come when you want him, yeah. <laughs> but he's always, he's always right on time. On time. And, girl, yeah. that's shouting stuff right there. Woo! Because <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, I can just, right now, I mean, just the stories in my own life, in my own yeah. journey. And I'm going to tell yeah. you something that, that this may help some other people, too, is that, you know, when I think back over my life and I think about my journey, um, there were times when, you know, you, you're going through the valley, Mm-hmm. Okay, and we forget once we're in the valley that there is help. Yeah. You know, we forget that we can look up, you know, and so sometimes we tend to stay in the valley a little bit longer than we have to <laughs> if we would just stop and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up, wait mm-hmm. a minute, mm-hmm. I need your help. I yeah. need you, I need to just release this right now to loose it, to um, just to bust loose from whatever it is that is binding me. I need your help. I can't do yeah. this. Why am I suffering? Why am I here? Am I crazy? How can yeah. I not, knowing what I know, why have I not asked? Yes, yes. Because we forget. Yes. <laughs> we yes, forget. We we forget that he's there. We forget that the universe is just so filled with with abundance and, and there's no lack. There is yes. no, lack. no lack. And we have to remember to condition our minds to yes. the fact yes. that there yes. is no lack. Yes, and no matter what, even though, like you said, your bank account may be in the negative, you always have to tell yourself that there is no lack. I have more than I need, you know, God has made me the head and not the tail. Um, you just have to keep telling yourself those thoughts. And before you know it, you somebody will come. I'm, I'm, I've been in dire straits where I had uh, a, a, someone give me a check for $500. I remember when I first started with entrepreneurship and I couldn't pay my car note. And one of my girlfriends who I grew up with, a childhood friend who was the most dingiest person in the world, <laughs> said that, some, that God spoke to her and told her to give me a check for $500. And she mm-hmm. was so angry at herself, but she said I had to be obedient. So you never know where it's going to come, come from. Where it's going to come from. I say challenge him. And when you do, you're going to keep keep it up, and that's going to build your relationship over time. Oh, my gosh. It's just amazing and incredible how that really works. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I just, you know, I can't stress it enough that, again, it's it's a mindset, um, and you have to, you just take the time to, to meditate, to, to ask the questions. And I guarantee you, if you ask the questions, yes, the yes. answers will be given unto you. Yes, yes, yes. I guarantee you that. So, Teresa, again, we're down to the, to the last <laughs> portion of the show. It went oh, by so wonderful. quickly. Yes, um, yes. Um, I, will, I will leave you all with this. Nelson Mandela once said, there is no easy walk to freedom anywhere. He, there is no easy walk to freedom anywhere. And many of us will have to pass through the valley of the shadow of death again and again before we reach the mountaintop of our desires. Yes, we will suffer some while we're on this plane, but the good news is weeping may endure for a night but joy will come in the morning. What that means for me is it lets me know that it's okay to weep sometimes. It's a fact that things will come at us that we don't want. We are going to go through the valley of the shadow of death again and again, but we will reach the mountaintop of our desires if we walk and not faint. 
if we know that we know that we know that this too shall pass, if we just keep walking, keep pushing, there is something so phenomenal on the other side that was so worth us fighting through the barriers of our own minds. Yes. Our minds are the things we have to conquer if we want to reach that mountaintop. We must continue to conquer ego to get to the spirit. We must work diligently at breaking free of the shackles that try to suppress us by keeping us rooted in fear. How do we do that? By busting loose. Busting loose of everything and anything that tries to hold us back. Busting loose of anyone who tells us we can't or we shouldn't. We need to make a commitment to fulfilling our dreams no matter what we may be feeling and dare to move forward in the face of life's challenges. Tell yourself that you believe that what God has placed inside of you is superior to the mountains that stand in your way. We need to make a commitment to ourselves to stop doing things the same old way just because we like to play it safe. Tell yourself you will be daring, courageous, and refuse to allow fear to control your actions. Expose yourself to your deepest fear. After that, fear has no power, and the fear of freedom shrinks and vanishes, and then you are free. So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank you for tuning in, and a shout-out to my family, who is always uh, loving and supporting me, and to my Facebook family for listening in. Teresa? Yes. Awesome. Girl. <laughs> awesome show today. Very powerful. Thank you once again, girl. I tell you, you are a godsend and uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you taking the time out week after week uh to help make this happen and um sharing your wisdom with us because knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better. Yes. So thank you, Teresa Hamilton, once thank again. You. So please tune in next week, November the 12th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Download us for free on iTunes and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and I thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. And you know what? I'm going to leave you with words by the godfather of Go-Go, the late Mr. Chuck Brown. Busting loose when you want to deal and busting loose doing what you feel. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.
get it. 